0: It is that time of the year. You know what time I'm talking about?
1: Uh, spooky season?
0: Kind of. I, I mean, yes. Not what I meant by it, but 100%. It is spooky, spooky season. Uh, t- <laughs> oh, Todd, you silly guy. It's not chilly in here at all. I'm just, it's, it's leather jacket season.
1: Brennan saw me walk in wearing a jacket because, you know, it's not like super cold out, but it's finally the time where I can actually start wearing one of the 3,000 jackets I own, and Brennan saw me and was like, wait a minute, is it, does this mean, and he like fucking rummages through all his clothes, he's like, oh, oh, is it, is it time to, oh, put on my jacket, mm. To be fair,
0: to be fair. And he I made a ha- lot
1: of weird mowing sounds. Yeah, I
0: mean, I do that. I had this jacket on earlier. Then took it off before I left. I was like, "Do I want to wear it out? Do I not want to wear it out? Because I'm gonna be wearing it tomorrow for uh, some 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 things I'm working on for for passing controller that so mm-hmm. you'll 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 see in the next in the coming week." But yeah. so I was like, "Do I really want to double down and wear a jacket today and wear a jacket tomorrow? Because the jacket needs to be there tomorrow for what I'm doing. Because mm-hmm. I'm stupid, but we'll, we'll get there."
1: I don't honestly care. No
0: one cares if we're being honest if we're being honest. So when I said it's that time of the year, Mike, I went downtown, so you were supposed to come by at 7.30, which I guess I should have thought, you know what, it's fine if I'm not home yet, because Mike's not gonna be here at 7.30 anyway. And he wasn't. But I was like, you know what? I haven't eaten anything, like at all today, pretty much. Let me run downtown, grab a quick bite. Horrible idea. So I'll grab something quick. Terrible idea. Traffic is already a nightmare. So if you listen to the show and you're not super familiar with, if you listen to the show for any reason and you don't know where we live, uh, we live in Salem, Massachusetts, and that is the spooky capital of the world, I might just say. I mean, I don't know if that's actually true. Is it the spooky capital of the world?
1: I mean, I don't want to know what the competition would be. I
0: mean, it's got to be top five spooky places to visit. Yeah, I suppose. Like, this time of the year, people are like, I got to go to fucking spooky town. hmm We're going to Halloween town. Mm-hmm. You know, like, this has got to be one of the top, top dogs.
1: Brendan, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you.
0: Well, I mean, I, I guess, I don't know who else would be. Do you have any idea? Like, is, like, Transylvania a real place?
1: Yes. It's in is, Romania. But is
0: it, like, a legit, like, do people go there like, look for, like, Draculas and stuff?
1: I mean, I don't they really look for Dracula specifically. I feel like he died at the end of that book, but...
0: Spoilers, jeez.
1: Yes. Spoilers for Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh... Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Maybe Transylvania. I think that would be on the short list.
0: Interesting. Wait, hold on. Salem isn't top ten. Is there a legit list? Link me to the list. If there's a l- list, I want to. I wanna pull it up on the show. Uh, Chad is telling us that Salem's not even a top ten spooky town. And I mean, listen, I don't think it's like necessarily spooky, but I do think. Well, I mean, I know for a fact because we've been here for now. Well, I don't know how many years you've been. Two two
1: maybe three i think
0: i'm going on five yeah. i mean plus we just we live in massachusetts so like we know all right let's let's just pull up this link real quick this is not what we anticipated doing on the show right now but yeah but what is this website though what's cn traveler like are, are they how legit are these people like are they just like like Prague is number one because the headless templar while well, it's that that's a lot of reading i don't want to do Shanghai beach in singapore
1: Okay. Um, I can see how beach is
0: scary. Uh, I cannot read that word. Sor Sohara? Romania? Mm-hmm. Fans of Dracula, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's a lot of reading, too. It's really not a lot of reading. It's, it just, I just, it's just not a lot of reading I want to do on this show for this segment that was not planned. Or how long we're going to be on here, I don't know. London in general? Why, because of werewolves?
1: Yeah, why
0: not? I mean, I don't know. Where does that thing originate? What Like, werewolves. Landed, world, is it like because there's like a. Like, is that where. Like, werewolves? Like, the myth or whatever? Or, I don't or, or whatever, so. whatever. Where are they from? Werewolves? You have to look that one up too. Uh, that's a lot of looking up that we're not going to do right now. Edinburgh, UK. So hold on. You're going to get two in the UK and still not sailing. A little ridiculous. I don't know how I feel about this this list. Baguio, Philippines? I mean,
1: I like how that one. I mean, I need to read any of them, but that one's like, yeah, a bunch of war crimes happened there during World War II. That's why it's haunted.
0: Yeah. New Orleans?
1: New Orleans, I'd give. I feel like New Orleans has something going on there. Well, they got, like, voodoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good for them.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't don't know. I don't know. Poveglia Island, Venice. Most. Often called the most haunted place in the world, formerly home to an exiled colony of plague victims, as well as a sinister asylum, the abandoned island is a popular destination for ghost hunters. Listen, that sounds legit scary in, like, a place I would never want to visit. Mm-hmm. This is not like, hey, here are some places that have some really fucked up shit that happened that, like, you know what? It was just straight up an island where we put people with diseases. So maybe we don't go there. Maybe that's just not a place you go. Like, maybe that's just, like, all right, cool. That was a place where you literally put people fucking, like, you took quarantine to the next level. You put them on another island
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: and said, see you later.
1: Yeah.
0: This isn't a fucking battle royale. Last person alive doesn't get to come back. You, you lose. Yeah. I mean, I guess you get plenty of dinners if you want to eat the other people, I guess.
1: I guess. But, I mean, first of all, human flesh, I mean, hit or miss. But then diseased human flesh, like... That's
0: not gonna be great at all. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know what this this website is over here. It's got a few more. Salem is not on this list. San Antonio, Texas. I don't even want to know why that that for some reason is not is spooky and Salem isn't. But here's a National Geographic article that does have uh, Salem listed. Let's see what. Let's see what the blurb is for Salem. Zanzibar City is one. They okay. killed a lot of people with energy swords in the Zanzibar. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this, Mike.
1: Brandon, but I, I was big into Halo.
0: Back, into, uh, back in uh, 2000, uh, what year would we have been sophomores?
1: 2009
0: Five?
1: Sophomores? I mean, oh yeah,
0: I'm thinking college. Yeah, you're right. 2005. 2004-2005. So like yeah, 2005-2006. A, a lot of blood on my hands in Zanzibar. Mm-hmm. A lot of blood on my hands. A lot of my blood on Zanzibar too. Yeah. But, you know. In 1692, Massachusetts was gripped by hysteria Witches are among us. Now Salem embraces the paranormal, if not the curse of Giles Corey. I actually think it's Giles Corey. I that's how you're supposed to pronounce it. But it's spelled with the G. Uh, a victim of the witch trials who is still blamed for tragedies in which city. More than 20 Salemites were executed for witchcraft that fateful year. I mean. Yep. That's a blurb.
1: That's history. I don't
0: know. Yikes, Todd! I'm not gonna read any of the things you were saying, cause you're saying because you're ridiculous. That's um, good. Huh? Said that it's good. No, it's not. Anyways, so yeah, I went downtown to get just a quick bite to eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause so the place. Do you ever go with me to the place that had the fried stuff? We got a bunch of it for our Halloween party one year. It was like the fried Milky Ways and like yeah, fried, yeah, yeah. like little fried thingies. I don't think I ever went. You never went to that place, right? So that that place is gone, and then it turned into a healthy food place, which is also gone. But now there's a place that's there called Po' Boys and Pies. Okay. And I always knew that Po' Boys were sandwiches, Mm -hmm. but I didn't actually know what made it a Po' Boy. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you are aware of what, what... what this is. So I I looked it up quickly when I got home after I ate my sandwich because I was like, I'm kinda curious <laughs>
1: I ate the sandwich and I was like, all right, so what did I just eat?
0: Well, I mean I knew what I was gonna eat. But I'm just saying, like, I wanna know like why is it called a po boy? Like why is this not just a fried chicken sandwich? Like what what whatever? And the history of the sandwich, or the name of the sandwich rather, is uh not set in stone. There's a lot of like well these people said that they did it for this reason. They were they were like They used to have a, it was like a train company. And then the train company in New Orleans went on strike. So they felt bad for the people that lost their jobs. So they called them poor boys, the people that had lost their job. So they would, they had a restaurant. And they'd be like, oh, you can come get our, these are free sandwiches for you. Because we like you and it sucks. And we're going to call them poor boys. But then historians or whatever. Again, I read like a very, I actually read the thing. But it was a brief Wikipedia thing. So take this. For what it is, I mean, I just wanted to quickly mm-hmm. see, like, w- why is this called po Boys? Because um, I didn't know, like, I didn't know what the history of that name of the sandwich was. Mm-hmm. Um, and the historians that were quoted in the Wikipedia thing made it seem like those people in the restaurant made that up, and that wasn't true. But no one really knows exactly why it's being called that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the traditional Boy is. Lettuce, tomato, pickles, and the meat. And the meat can be pretty much anything. Historically, it's seafood, but it can be pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got a Nashville hot chicken po' boy, and Jen got a catfish po' boy. Mm-hmm. It's, good. it's a good sandwich. Mm. I didn't get the mayonnaise. I should have said no pickles, too, but I just took the pickles off.
1: Yeah. I feel like in another life... You should have been a food historian.
0: A food historian? Just
1: picturing you, because you were, like, saying historian said this and that. Like, I'm picturing, like, some fucking historian who's, like, just studying sandwiches.
0: Mike, you say this like um, it's not too late for me to pivot this. Like, past the controller can, can also be, you know, it can be me, like, sitting down, like, on a documentary or on like the Food Network or something where like someone calls me in like, you know, the next season of Ugly Delicious, David Chang, hit me up, let me know, I'll come down, I'll I'll, I'll fly myself out, I'll be there, you know, and it's just me in like a, a diary room type session where it's like me just sitting down with camera and I'm answering a question that they don't ask on camera, they just have my response. And you know, got my beard, it's all fucking like, I'll oil it up nice, like it'll look shiny, it'll look good, like I'll look like I've eaten a few sandwiches in my day, I already do, I'll have a few more before we shoot. Yeah. We'll be good to go.
1: I don't see you putting in the the work into like actually researching things. I just don't. I don't see you, fucking, you know, writing your thesis on you know the history of, I don't know, the double down or whatever.
0: The, I mean, it, I don't think I would. I don't think I would like go into it as being like the fast food guy. But I mean, I guess if no one else wants to take up the mantle, I can be that guy.
1: Well, listen. I'm not saying you're not. I'm not saying you're not going to. I'm saying I don't think you're going to.
0: I mean, I don't know if I'm going to. Yeah. But it sounds like something I would enjoy doing. Yeah. The problem with me, like being being that type of guy, though, is that like I'm I'm such a picky eater. I have to rule out so many things. Like I wouldn't like go into the history of, you know, lobster rolls because I'm not going to eat one.
1: Well, I mean, you could you could you know have a general knowledge of a. Lo- food history but you're obviously going to specialize in something you can't know everything about the history of food but you can specialize on in- have
0: you ever listened to guy fieri talk because i'm oh, sorry fieri because he knows everything
1: oh he does i mean he's he's the exception to the rule
0: he's a god yeah he was he was birthed out of a volcano of nacho cheese
1: yeah like extreme queso no, yes yeah i know
0: where yeah. do you why do you think it's called extreme queso
1: listen brenton i know i'm not a food historian but i am a guy fieri fanatic and therefore i know this information at least
0: <laughs> um i don't know what what is happening in the chat right now anyways the, welcome to the past this, this was the longest time we've ever really just kind of talked about nothing to do with what we normally talk about welcome to the past control podcast each and every week a few best friends sit down and talk about the latest in video games in our culture as always, I am your host, friend and groom, and joining me this evening is the anime senpai himself, Mr. Michael Desir. Mike, how are you doing tonight?
1: So I'm thinking to myself, tomorrow, when I definitely go to Witch City Kitty, because that was my plan from the get, I don't give a shit what you're doing. Wait, it. why
0: are you going to uh, Witch City Kitty?
1: Because I want to see what they're doing.
0: What are they doing tomorrow?
1: That's the fucking cat thing that's happening in Salem tomorrow
0: oh shit what time are you going to that i don't know fuck what does that have to do with how you're feeling right now
1: oh so anyway because your story prior to this was like oh yeah there's so much traffic getting in salem blah 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 blah," i was like tomorrow's the day where i'm like fuck my car i'm just gonna walk around the corner there's a scooter there it's gonna fucking scoot into salem
0: wait one of those scooters is down the street from your house
1: yes what the It's fuck? like right it's like right by that Dunkin Donuts.
0: So you have a drop off right there so you can Yes. That's So the fucking day, baller. So the day have we talked about scooters on the show? I don't uh, remember. I don't know. Break down these scooters at some point cuz I honestly don't know them fully how they mm-hmm. work and how they function and you seem to be a big fan. You're like you're fucking so Sco, scooter McGavin over here.
1: There was I never told you this. So exclusive the,
0: scoop right now. <laughs>
1: No, it's just like I never, I never told you this. So when you were in Vermont, um, there was that Sunday where I was like, oh, I have to go feed your cat. Yes. And I'm also hungry. I want to go to get to Good Morning Fatty. Okay, yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a day out of this. I'm going to leave my car. I'll walk down to Chubby, grab my Chubby, okay. eat it, walk to your place, feed the cat, go home. And I was like, I'm like, I don't know how long it's going to take. The, conservatively, maybe three hours to travel that distance. Yeah, so it's like, a, that's a lot of. Yeah, that's, it's a lot of walking. Yeah, it's, it's a lot like of walking. It's a lot of
0: fucking walking.
1: So I'm walking down. I get to Dunkin' Dillon's. I look. I'm like, there are scooters right here. This is my. At that point, I had already signed up for the thing. I was like, okay, I guess I'll do this then. So I grabbed the scooter, zip down to Chubby. I had to park it. Around like there's like a drop-off spot near there. Yeah. And like I just I paused my ride so like the the timer was still counting down but like I walked in, ate, grabbed the scooter, go back. I tried going like up the bridge to get to your place but like they're doing construction there. I couldn't yeah. go anywhere. I was like, hmm. I'll turn around. Like I ended up having to go like a back way to your place. Came over, fed your cat, grabbed a bottle of water because I was like, that's yeah, why. that's
0: fine. Yeah.
1: Scoop back, drop it off where i picked it up near my place and like i did all that in like an hour and that includes the time that i spent like sitting down eating and uh getting stuck on the bridge trying to figure out what i want to do that's
0: not bad That's not bad at all yeah it's gonna come in handy down when you want to go downtown in the fall exactly. and it's like i don't want to drive down there it's gonna be a nightmare
1: exactly so there's there's a drop-off there there's a drop-off a little bit further down that's kind of um Kind of like where there are train tracks, but they're not really a train there. I, I don't really know what that is. But if you're driving down Bridge Street mm-hmm. from, like, that Dunkin' Donuts, yeah, yeah. that next set of lights, there's, like, another drop-off there.
0: Okay. So I would be a little bit more surprised about the scooter coming here, but you must have Snapchatted it or something?
1: Yes. I think I I think I sent it to Jen. Okay.
0: Because like, Jen showed me a picture of the scooter in the driveway, and she was like, well, Mike must have fed the cat. And I was like, I'm assuming. I don't know why else he would scoot to my house. Um, so with the scooters, do you have to drop it off where you pick it up? No. Do you have to drop it off at one of those spots, though? I don't know. Mm. So so I don't, I don't think we've talked about it on the show. We might have, like, mentioned motorized scooters, but I don't think we really talked about it. But Maybe. with... W- downtown salem right now they've added all of these scooter situations motorized scooters yeah now you don't have to pump like you don't have to push
1: uh you don't have to push i think and this is based off of my um this is based on me like researching just like motorized scooters in, in general. general yeah i think you might have to like push off that first like once you get it once you get it, just to get it started but after that it'll it'll accelerate i think i'm not 100 sure on
0: that okay um, normally again we don't typically interact with the Twitch chat during the podcast no. but Sapphire J in front of the show uh, brings up a good idea that I kind of want to run with and it's a new, new YouTube show Scooting sailing with Mike Desir uh-huh. and I mean I'll get on the second scooter and follow you with the camera mm-hmm. and I think we have some traction here
1: what time is it now
0: can you still yeah. scoot tonight what time is it closed?
1: it's closed at eight. I just wanted to see what, because I was gonna like open it up to show you the app. Because basically, what I found is that there are certain areas where either you can't park or you cannot drive, and it's marked on the map. But like, there are like parts in Salem that I'm not sure exactly where they are. Okay. And I'm concerned because uh, someone else I know had used a scooter not here, like they were in Miami and they were using a scooter. And basically, they did not know that they had traveled into like one of these like restricted zones. Mm-hmm. And the, I guess it wasn't clear that it had gone into that zone. So, like, he got pretty deep into it before, like, the brakes fully, like, locked up and said, like, hey, you need to bring this back into, like, the actual zone you're allowed to ride it in. But because the brakes had locked, you couldn't actually, like, really use it. So, you to carry it? Yeah, I think he either oh. had carry it or, like, he had to, like, it was just very difficult to push and yeah. make it go.
0: That sucks. I'm calling an Uber I gotta take this scooter back Can you bring me back A few blocks I don't know I'm still I don't know If I want to be Riding around Scooting Scooting around town Oh it's lots of fun It's good times Yeah Fuck Alright Maybe this weekend We can scoot a little bit Mm -hmm. A little scoot sesh I mean I'm down That's fine Um, So Scooting aside Mm -hmm. Have you been playing Anything this week Nope Nothing Nothing making its way into Michael's, Michael's playlist.
1: I think I last spoke to you Monday, and between Monday. Oh, yeah, it was now, a weird I, week this week. Yeah. I did not play anything.
0: Watching any animus? Uh,
1: whatever's on Adult Swim. Or yeah, Toonami.
0: Just reruns or?
1: No, there's new stuff.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to everyone's favorite segment, Michael's Anime Minute. Mike, get a minute. Let's talk about anime. What are you watching on Adult Swim?
1: Uh, whatever's there, Doctor
0: Stone. Uh, is that an anime? I've never heard of this anime in my life. Yeah. Give me the fucking. Give me the rundown. What am I? What am I watching? If everyone it turns to
1: a... stone for like three thousand years. A couple of them, like, are break out of the stone when they're trying to figure out how to restart society and get everyone out of stone.
0: And this is an anime? Yes. Is this a show that you normally watch?
1: It, no.
0: <laughs> Was it enjoyable? The episode or two or whatever that you watched?
1: Yeah. Uh, I still don't know how I feel about it.
0: Are you going to revisit more of it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll watch it as it airs. I mean, I could have been watching this show a while ago. I could have read the manga a long time ago. I just opted not to do it. But now that it's on TV, I'm like, yeah, whatever.
0: I've never heard of this anime. Dr. Stone? Yes. The manga is also called Dr. Stone? Yes. So weird. Top five anime for you? No. Top ten? No. Top 12? No. <laughs> Top 50?
1: Um, if I could list 50 anime then there's probably some stinkers in there, so I'd probably beat out something, maybe. I've only, Really? I've only watched two, maybe three episodes. So you're asking a lot of information. I know, I know.
0: Being I'm being a silly guy. But hold on. I find this hard to believe. You don't think you know more than 50 anime?
1: I mean, I could probably list them all. I'm trying to think if I'd actually watched 50 to a point where I could say, like, oh, yeah. Confidently,
0: yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. like put your stamp of yes or no on it. I get that part. But I feel like you could probably name... A decent am- like just naming, I decent en- an amount of anime. Bunch, probably, yeah, maybe. okay. I think so. I mm-hmm. think one day I'm gonna I'm gonna compile a very large list somehow. If one doesn't exist for me easily to just access on the internet, mm-hmm. I'm gonna compile a very large list. Right, and we're gonna we're gonna do honor. I think this is the best way to do this. Would be we'll do honor system mm-hmm. where I will read the name of the anime mm-hmm. and you'll just simply say yes mm-hmm. or no. Mm-hmm. That you have heard of it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we'll go from there, and we'll just see how many Mister Anime Senpai himself can actually validate he knows that actually that sounds exist.
1: super stupid.
0: It'll be a it'll be a so basically every episode of Scootin' and Salem with Mike Desire, at the end when we roll the credits, it'll be like the pokey rap, and we'll do like let's say it's a list of like 500 anime. We'll just do I don't know 15 each time
1: yeah it still sounds super dumb
0: so then like as the season goes along people can fall along and then like there'll be like super hardcore fans that know the whole fucking anime rap
1: this just gets summer and dumber
0: it sounds great to me I mean like I don't know about you but I grew up in the 90s and I like hip hop anime raps at the end of Pokemon episodes so mm-hmm. I want to recreate that with you it's my dream yeah I'm out eh, I don't know contractually obligated it says it right here
1: was fucking yeah yeah i mean listen
0: you shouldn't have dr stone fucking
1: i bought a book while i was in maryland because i had gone to the mall
0: because you're a book guy now you're a big because it, you're big it, it book like guy?
1: caught my eye and it was only four bucks and it was like it was called like philosophy of um or like the philosophy in arrested development and i
0: haven't that would catch my attention as well
1: yeah i haven't started reading it yet but i was like oh i'll just use this to kill time or, like, read on the plane or read wherever. I didn't do any of that. It's currently still in the bag that's probably on my floor somewhere. But, but you know, it's a book.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I, in the past week, have been playing... Overwatch has kind of just fallen off. I haven't... Like, I don't know if you're still getting your weeklies.
1: Uh, Typically not, because, like, I'm too lazy to even look to see if Total Mayhem... Like, if... If I'm really feeling up to it, maybe I'll turn on my PC just to quickly open up Overwatch and see if Total Mayhem is there, and then I will go to my Xbox and play it. Yeah, But I don't really do that very often.
0: See, there's definitely a little bit of a reason as to why I've taken a little bit of a break from Overwatch. Part of it is, I'm not a big fan of the changes. The other part of it is, and I'm trying to think back, and I, I don't know if there'd be a way for me to, I guess maybe if I went back and listened to episodes of the show from this time last year i could maybe figure it out but there was definitely parts of last year around this time that i also kind of moved away from overwatch and i think mostly it was probably just because we're getting into that time of the year where like games are coming out weekly there's a bunch of games so that's definitely part of it as uh as you know we'll go over in a minute when i talk about other games i've been playing this week but the changes to Roll Queue have also kind of pushed me away a little bit. I'm not done with Overwatch, though. I know last week's episode, Todd was expressing his extremely negative uh, feelings about the game now, historically being a big Overwatch guy. I'm definitely not walking away from the game completely, and I'm still going to buy it on Switch, even though up until recently, I didn't know. Like I saw the dumb like memes and GIFs of people saying like, overwatch running on switch and it's just like really shitty pixelated looking things mm-hmm. and without going into it i just assumed there people were just like oh it's the switch it's underpowered it's this blah, blah. but i did not know that overwatch mm-hmm. is running in 30 frames per second
1: mm-hmm.
0: it runs in 60 on xbox correct i believe so okay so i don't know how much of a difference that's going to actually make in the game but it's a little disappointing to hear that they're putting it on there at 30 frames per second. I'm
1: pretty sure Paladin runs at 60.
0: So that's what someone had said Paladins, Paladins does. I know that Splatoon does. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's definitely a doable thing. Splatoon might be a bad comparison for Overwatch, but Paladins is a good comparison. And if they can pull it off, I would imagine that Blizzard slash Activision could pull that off. Um, I'm hoping that... If for some reason it does launch with 30 frames per second, and if it does have issues, I'm hopeful that they will fix that mm-hmm. over time. Or maybe even if it doesn't really cause issues, but it's noticeable, that they still just eventually patch it over time. Um, I don't know how. I don't know how much more work has to go into making that a reality. If the game sells well, I think they will do it regardless, just to kind of protect the player base. Yeah, maybe. But. I'm still going to pick it up unless, you know, like the week before there's a review or something and people are saying that it's like unplayable. Then what's the point? But I still might actually buy it because I'm stupid. But, and it's Overwatch. So, I don't know. Um, But other than that, this week I've been trying to push through Gears 5 a little bit just because I know that we're getting into that, like, games are going to start falling behind very quickly for me. Uh, gears 5 is already facing that because borderlands 3 came out today so i spent already (laughs) between last night and today i've already put in like i don't know probably at least like seven hours um and i'm i'm enjoying it i you're not a borderlands guy right not really no do you know anything really about the game or no
1: I know something about, like, there's a lot of weapons, maybe, or something? Yeah,
0: so, I mean, I don't know if they... I don't know if they, in fact, invented the genre of, like, looter shooters, Mm -hmm. like a Destiny, like an Anthem, like a Division, stuff like that. If they didn't invent the genre, they were definitely one of the first, like, big ones. Um, But the way that Borderlands as a series functions compared to those other games is it still has all those RPG elements and you can still play with friends but it's not this like like all of those other ones for the most part have like elements that are a little bit more akin to like an mmo where there there's other people in your world in certain parts maybe not through the entire world but there are parts of the world that you're in that have other online players that aren't in your party like whether they're just in the world fighting other things or whatever borderlands doesn't have that at least I don't think Borderlands 3 has that because I definitely haven't come across it. But I'm pretty sure they don't. And the other part of it is that functions a lot differently than the rest of them is that Borderlands loot, like the guns and armor and and grenades and stuff that you get, is crazy, like, randomized. And you, yeah, there's like, I mean, it might say on the back of the box. Let's see if it says a crazy number. Uh, It doesn't say it. But I think in the advertising for this game, it says, like, it has over a bazillion guns. They have some algorithm that just makes... Makes guns. Makes guns. Um, and I believe it's... Huh. Xbox, it is 30 frames per second. Hmm? Overwatch is 30 frames per second on Xbox. Oh. So if that's the case, then I'm fine with it. Oh. Um. So Borderlands has... It, it doesn't have this, like you're not grinding for like specific gear or armor sets or stuff like that. You're just playing the game and you get good drops, you get bad drops, you get garbage drops, whatever, but you just kind of get whatever. And you're not really like hanging on to stuff often because as you're leveling up and growing, you're just like, oh cool, I got an awesome new gun. Let me get rid of this one. Cause now I have a gun that like, you, I don't know if everyone starts off with the same gun in Borderlands 3, but the first gun you pick up is a handgun that shoots handgun ammo But if you press down on the D-pad and switch its firing system, it shoots out little mini rockets. And it's like that's how crazy, like, the guns are in Borderlands. It's like I had – I picked up a shotgun today that was – every time you reload the shotgun, you don't reload it. You just throw it, and it blows up. So you throw it at someone, and it blows up. Um, I think there's another gun in the game that shoots other – I think it shoots guns out at you. So, like, it's a gun that shoots guns. Okay. Um, and then I think there's other crazy things like guns with legs that like they run around and shoot with you, I, I have no idea the game's crazy and like I like that just crazy loot thing because it, it really it really kind of like at least for me as a player I'm already the type of person that likes to kind of like explore everywhere in the open world and like look down this cave and like go on top of this mountain but because there's like oh, usually always so much to loot like when it comes like destiny or anthem or division there's like loot but the amount of loot compared to borderlands like borderlands there's things to open everywhere like an overwhelming amount of like here's a toilet here's an outhouse here's a box here's a chest here's a toolbox here's a cardboard box like there's just shit everywhere here's a locker like it's just always like things to open and it might just be ammo, it could just be health, it could just be money. Or it might be a fucking rocket launcher that when you shoot it, it blows up and then six other rockets jump out of it and blow up around it in a circle. Like it's just crazy nonsensical and it just kind of goes along with the whole, in my mind, like theme that Borderlands tries to do. It's like everything's just over the top, crazy. The dialogue is, is nonsense. You know, clap Traps just running around fucking saying whatever he wants to say. Um what I didn't know prior to this was I didn't know Chris Hardwick was voicing a character in this game. Hmm? I know he voiced someone in Tales of the Borderlands, which is the Telltale mm-hmm. game, but uh that I'm assuming I didn't play Tales of the Borderlands. I'm assuming it's the same character from that in here. In here um and that's who he's voicing. Because when it first run into that character early in the game, I was like, this voice sounds super fucking familiar. And not playing Tales of the Borderlands, I'm like, I don't know the character um, and they may have been in Borderlands 2 the game was 7 years ago I don't fucking remember much about it, but I'm loving it so far it's getting kind of mixed reviews online some people are, you know, it's it's probably sitting around like an 80-ish mm-hmm. um, low 80s, high 70s from a lot of the other bigger sites and stuff like that but I like Borderlands, like I always enjoyed Borderlands 1 and 2, I didn't play the pre-sequel just because the pre-sequel came out Towards the end of the Xbox 360 and PS3, and they didn't port it to Xbox One, mm-hmm. and at that point in time, I was like, "I'm not, like, I'm not buying another Xbox 360 game. There's, I'm getting Xbox One in like a month." Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm enjoying it so far. I've, I've spent a lot of time. I, I like. I mean, I like cel shaded graphics. Like, I like a lot about this game. Like, I like the aesthetic. So it's a, it's a world that I like to get lost in. Um, so i'm excited to play more of that but it's definitely already affecting my gears time because i only have so much time in the day and next week we're going to start seeing the, a rush of more games two of which i've already two of which i've already pre-ordered and another two that got release dates to this week that two maybe just one so the the next thing i was going to bring up was. We got finally got release dates for Sayonara Wild Hearts, mm-hmm. which comes out next week.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so, yeah, two. So, so, I was right. Sayonara Wild Hearts comes out next week now. Untitled Goose Game got a date. That comes out next week. Zelda comes out next week. And um, pew, 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 something else. Dr- not Dragon Quest. The other one. *Ninokuni*, Remake. So, all of those come out. Plus, other games that I'm interested in are coming out next week. So, I, I have all those on my list. And then the week after that is Dragon Quest XI S, which I don't know where I'm going to have the time for any of these games. But there's this, it's that time of the year where it's like everything is just starting to just wave. It's wave after wave after wave. October's not too crazy for me personally, for the games that I know of are, that are coming out. But once November hits and Pokemon comes out, I'm just tied up in that. So it's just a lot of a lot of stuff. And then the other game that's that I've been waiting for release date for so long, and I'm so happy it finally has one, got announced for October 11th is uh, Killer Queen Black, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you're excited for that. I know you played it at PAX with us. Mm-hmm. It was one of our... Sayonara Wild Hearts and Killer Queen Black were two of our Best of PAX East award winners at this past PAX East 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how you... I know you're excited for Sayonara Wild Hearts. Mm-hmm. Are you Are going to get it on Apple Arcade? Yeah. Yeah?
1: Yeah. I already got my 11 Pro Max pre order
0: when did they come out? I didn't actually look into when the phones come out.
1: I, well, I honestly forget. It doesn't fucking
0: matter. Did it set off your triglophobia, or whatever that word is?
1: Uh, it didn't until someone had mentioned it to me, and I was like, Ugh, but I've seen, I've seen it worse. I've seen it. Worse. Wait, you
0: have triglophobia?
1: No, but like, honestly, those pictures are fucking creepy as shit. Of the phone? No, of like something with like a bunch of like weird holes in it.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I those I wouldn't. I mean, I don't... Let me let me stop myself from saying anything stupid. Too late. <laughs> yeah. This, I this whole lifetime of saying dumb things. Um, I think in general, looking at some of the pictures when you Googled that word, because I didn't know what that word meant. Mm-hmm. Some of the pictures that show up would give anyone fucking heebie-jeebies. But, I mean, again, I'm not trying to say people that have that aren't justified in having... Their phobias. Mm. I have plenty of phobias. We don't need to go into detail about those. <laughs> what?
1: Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about one of your actual like little like oh no, but I was, um, I was watching some episode of Rick and Morty where um, they, where Rick was like oh I made Sam chasing him up like it, it doesn't really exist like stand down guys he's not really afraid of pirates like no no that's real I'm afraid of pirates let's get out of here. I don't remember that episode. It was the one where um, he, like, Rick and Morty blew off the president. The president, like, asked him to do something, and they didn't do it. I think it was a season finale.
0: Was was that not Show Me Your Moves? No. Show Me What You Got?
1: No. It was the one where, like, Rick and the president literally, like, start fighting each other at the end. And then Hmm. Rick does that whole thing. like, Like,
0: I remember that, but I don't remember... The pirate thing, I don't know,
1: yeah, it, it doesn't matter, but basically made me think of that.
0: Okay, all right. Um, so are you excited for Killer Queen Black? Yeah, are you excited for our Wild Hearts? Yeah, I suppose you suppose it's not your jam, I'll buy it, but it's not your jam though.
1: I mean, maybe Just Let me play it.
0: I mean, you are you gonna get it on Switch or are you gonna get it on PS4 with that 4K 60 FPS? fucking visuals
1: is it coming out on the PS4 too?
0: yes oh dude. I don't know if they're launching on the same day they must be
1: um I'll probably get it on the Switch and then who knows maybe down the line I feel like it's a game that if I wait it out long enough it'll be like a PS Plus thing as well
0: Sayonara Wild Hearts? if I wait it out that's a fucking day one I don't know you're crazy to me
1: you were you not listening to me? I said I think I'll get on the switch, and I think oh, I would, and then would also go. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: maybe I don't know. I don't. I feel like I don't know. I don't think it's coming to Xbox, but I feel like it, that's something that could end up on Game Pass at some point. Because mm-hmm. I'm also hopeful of a few other games that I'm waiting for to come out on Game Pass as well, so I just can get some get some achieve months. Uh. Yeah, actually, for me, arachnophobia is probably my my biggest fear. If I fucking I'm not a spider guy. No, he's not. Not a spider guy. When we leave to go get cookies after this, Mike, we'll go out the side. And I want to show you the spider that's living in the hallway right now. That is, the hallway ceiling is high. So, like, Mm -hmm. I would need to either stand on an actual ladder, which I don't own, Mm -hmm. or hit it down with, like, a broom or something. Definitely not doing that, because A, that broom would not come back in my house. Mm -hmm. B, don't need that thing to fall on my face. And this thing is getting bigger by the fucking day, Mike. It is huge. And it's scaring the shit out of me because I'm just waiting to one fucking night or day or whatever come in the house and it be moved down to the door. And then I have to deal with it. And then I have to fucking fight it. It's a fucking... My two arms, his eight legs, I'm gonna lose the fight. You probably will. But... To to compound on this, so this is like why are we talking about spiders? Anyways, I'm gonna keep going. So, oh, we have wash and dryer in the basements. So we do our laundry downstairs. There's spiders down there from time to time. It's a basement. Why are you looking at me like crazy?
1: No, 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 no! I was like scrolling through, like looking for something, and I just saw this, which was like unrelated.
0: That's freaking me the fuck out. I don't want to see that. Um... So you can go downstairs. There's spiders from time to time. It's a basement. Yeah, you expect you expect these things sometimes. So, I say to Jen, I'm like Jen, we need to clean out the basement a little bit soon because every time I go down there to do laundry, I walk into a spider web. And for me personally, when that happens, I like take off my shirt. Like I'm just like I'm I'm like fucking I I I want to die. I need to go shower and sometimes I do shower because I'm just like I can't have these fucking things on me and that's why I like anytime in like a movie where like they go through like a cave or like a split a space and they go like this and they like part the fucking webs I'm like if I'm in this scenario I choose death I die whatever I'm running from whatever I'm trying to escape from no I die the only the only thing that would force me to go through the webs is if the thing that I was running from was a giant spider. If it was, okay, I either turn around from these webs and go get killed by fucking this murderer or whatever's chasing me, or turn around from these webs and go get eaten by a giant spider guy, okay, I'll walk through the webs in this scenario. But that's the only scenario. Um, so anyways, to, to quickly wrap up this point that's taking too long. So you, I'm like, Jim, we got to we gotta clean up downstairs. We got to take take care of these spider situation. I got I got a thing that works. Spiders don't like mint. Oh. So she's like, we're going to spray some mint spray downstairs. And it's going to make them leave. And in my head, I'm like, I don't know if this house works. Because, yeah, you make them leave maybe. But they're just going to move from the spots that they're in now to other spots mm-hmm. of the basement. No, 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 no. I'll just spray everywhere downstairs. So she did. Mm-hmm. Mike?
1: It's minty.
0: I want to tell you what happened. I walked down there, and guess what? Now, instead of them being, like, over by the wall and, like, over by – above the washing machine because it's against the wall and, like, in these, like, darker, more hidden places where I might see them or they might be, like, near something I have to touch and then I have to deal with them, now they're just, like, I'm walking down in the path that I would walk and it's in my fucking face. (laughs) No, Mike, no, this is nightmare scenario for me. So anyways, it's, it's bad. It still needs to be addressed. We went down now and sprayed the mint spray in the walking pathways. So they've moved away for the most part, but this guy that's in the fucking hallway, I'm gonna show, I'm gonna show him to you when we leave, uh, which also brings me to my point, I wonder if now they're migrating up here into the fucking apartment, because last night we're sitting on the couch watching TV and I'm like, I I have arachnophobia but I think I just have bug phobia in general. I don't know if there's a word for that because I just hate insects. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when they're in my vicinity, I have like (laughs) a spider sense. I have like high, like I have like a high, I can sense, like I I know they're there. Like I see them, like my eyes, Will catch those little movements. Mm-hmm. We're sitting on the couch and I like lean back a little bit and I look over and I see like, I just see like a little, a little like just, just a movement in the air. And I'm like, it could just be like some random like cat hair, like whatever. But then I like, I move back again and like I, I focus my eye a little bit. There's a fucking spider. Just coming down from the ceiling in the middle of the living room to the floor with a web. So there's a fucking just a web, straight line, straight yep. down. Just starts fucking running around. And I'm like, Jen, wait, what, 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 what? You gotta do something with this. I can't go over there. You gotta do something with this. She got rid of it. But like, Mike, I'm being attacked. I'm being fucking attacked by these things. Why did we start talking about spiders? I don't oh, remember. triglophobia oh, or whatever.
1: I'm, I'm just thinking about how in Pokemon, how Misty would like. Hated bugs and then, like all the bug bogey You're like, yeah.
0: Like yeah. So, anyways, ugh, why are we talking about spiders for way too long? So, the game. It's getting to that time of the year where games are are, are taking up a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Before we move on to our last thing, Nintendo showed off Ring Fit Adventure.
1: Yeah,
0: which is their new lifestyle. I don't know, healthy lifestyle type of game. It's in the same vein as a Wii Sports, a Wii Fit
1: yeah should we should this type of game get a like a genre title? Should they be like in a group together
0: yeah i I would like I would link the three of those together. I don't know who else would have games in there, but it's definitely a genre that if Nintendo didn't create or whatever they made it a popular thing mm-hmm. um it kind of died after the Wii. Yeah. you saw a lot of that stuff go away, but
1: I think if you have a balance board still, you should be able to hook it up to your switch and be like,
0: I and for why? For your switch to tell you you're a fat fuck still? Yes, I don't need my. I don't need like I don't need the things that I use to escape from reality, video games mm-hmm. to then look at me and say, ee, ee. I
1: think you need to stay a little bit grounded like that though. Yeah,
0: it's probably probably not a terrible idea, but what are your thoughts on this?
1: Um, I'll say this, not to knock them or anything, I didn't care for the presenters.
0: So, yes, they they were, I got, like, a weird, like, Dharma Initiative vibe, kind of. Yeah,
1: there was something off about it. I don't, I don't know what it is. I think, it was almost like they're, like, they said, all right, present this, but, you know, be extra peppy about it, and I think they came in a little bit too strong, you a little, know, little too fake.
0: you know what, I wonder if... Well see I wonder if that was purposeful like I wonder if that caters to the of the demographic they're trying to reach with it mm-hmm. you know what I mean like it it was like very like non gamer
1: like a very like physical uh, uh like trainer like hey guys
0: yeah a- that's that that's kind of the vibe they gave out yeah, to me as well I but that. I wonder now I'm gonna look later on I wonder if they did different ads for different countries you know what I mean yeah um. But yeah, they were they were a little a little much. But for the game itself, how are you feeling about it?
1: Um interesting concept. I hesitate to to really believe that it would actually do anything in terms of like real physical I mean maybe it will. I'll let I'll let other people use it before me. Yeah. And then, you know, suss that out. And if there's any like people are like, yeah, hey, you know, I'm actually actually gaining some core strength. Rather right? than I'll be like, oh, maybe I'll pick
0: it up. Well, I think I think with I think with these types of things, in regards to any type of exercise, you have to be realistic. If you go to the gym once a week, it's probably not going to do much for you. If you if you don't commit to it, it's not going to do much. What I do like I, I like a few things about this. A, I like when Nintendo continues to be weird and do these types of things. I think it's A, really healthy for the video game industry to have this type of creative innovation and just silly ideas and like, listen, we want to try new things. I, I love that. That needs to stay a thing. I think it's a core part of Nintendo. Do you hear it ringing? No, Uh, I think it's a core part of Nintendo and I think if they ever lost that they would lose some of I think think the same energy that gets put into projects like this I think there's parts of that that exist in more traditional games that I think if you removed it completely it wouldn't make some of their other games as great because those same minds are doing those other things so I think it's just you know a part of that creative process. The other part of it is not, every time they do this type of stuff, it's not always successful, which is fine. Mm -hmm. I mean Labo wasn't super successful, but it was good for certain people and it was a good thing for certain people. Um, It got used in a lot of schools for like STEM, like schools that do STEM, you know what that Mm is? Um, I don't know what the acronym stands for. but Uh,
1: Science, uh, something, engineering, math.
0: Yeah, so there's like a there's a large population of people that that's important to, it, especially younger people, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a younger people thing. Um, well, so, getting the
1: people into those fields young is what the aim is.
0: Okay, so that stuff is cool to me, and I think that also does a really good job in a world where we have people, especially now, again, having people in a position of power that try... Technology tried, was the T. Okay, uh, but we have people in a position of power who try to cast the blame on bad things that happen in the world on video games, not to say that Labo is the counterpoint to that, but it's good to have these types of things that are like showing video games in a good light. Me personally, I think that all video games, for the most part, can help you be better people in many ways, or help you in many ways, but things that are like more specifically geared towards education in some way, obviously, have a have a easier way of being shown that way to people not in the industry as much mm. um so i like it for those reasons i actually think it looks fun and interesting like i want to buy it like i'm probably going to buy it because it just looks like a fun time to me it looks like i don't want to see a good game but it looks like a good workout game and mm. It's part of the reason why I try to push myself to play Beat Saber a lot, because I force myself to work out and I sweat my balls off doing it. But if you can gamify exercise, and that's not going to work for everybody, but for people like me or other people that maybe aren't going to work out as much anymore or ever, if you can have an outlet that will push you to do that, I don't see what the problem is. It doesn't have to be for everybody. It's not going to be for everybody. But... I am kind of excited to see more about it. I wonder if they're going to make more games with those peripherals. I think they will. Uh, I think Nintendo will, especially if it does well. But I wonder if anyone else is going to use these these uh, uh, new peripherals for other games. Because mm-hmm. they, I mean, at the bare minimum, they can track certain things and movements. So I wonder if they would make sense in any other types of games.
1: hmm.
0: I mean, I could see, like, a Mario Party or something with mini-games yeah. utilizing them in some way. I could see, like, an interesting uh, an interesting uh, indie game utilizing them in a, in a fun way, a la Bumpy's Night.
1: Yeah, I know how much you love Bumpy's Night.
0: I Listen, I think Bumpy's Night is a good game, and I actually did want to play it, not for, like, the let's be fucking dumb and kiss the orange. Mm-hmm. Just, like, I think it was a cool, fun game.
1: What the bird game.
0: The bird game.
1: I forget what the bird game was actually called. The one where we were like we were birds and you like flew around. Oh yeah, it was I like
0: f- eight player, like like one hit kill bird game. Yeah, yeah. I forget what it was called too. We just called it the bird game, it the bird but game. it was not called that. It, it had a name. Yeah. I would have liked to play that more. It was hard to get you guys to play play those games with me.
1: That bird game. I I feel like we would have played maybe. I don't know. We always said it as a joke, and I and I don't remember if we actually liked the game or not.
0: It was a fine game, but I think what ultimately always happened was we'd say let's play the bird game, and then we'd just play Smash, and then we'd play Smash. Yeah, I mean that was it. Um. But yeah, I mean I'm I'm all for these types of things existing. I think they're really healthy for a lot of reasons. Um, whether this ends up being good or not, I don't know. I thought it looked pretty good. Though. I look at. I thought it looked decent. I thought it looked like the proper evolution from where these things have come where you know we sports was one thing we fit was one thing i i liked a lot of the things that we fit did it was more heavily uh mini game type based mm-hmm. but they were fun and they worked for the most part i don't know how fit you actually got but again if you're not pushing yourself whatever in any exercise you're not going to see benefits from it but i i am happy to see them continuing to do this type of thing um for a lot of reasons and just for curiosity's sake i looked up the game on amazon
1: mm-hmm.
0: just to see where w- what the deal is right now mm-hmm. and it's currently number 14 best selling video games oh, so yeah. something tells me they got a hit on their hands
1: mm-hmm. i i just really liked the when i looked at the video and i was i scrolled down to the comments like the first comment was just like me wiping the uh, tito dust off my fingers and lips
0: cool just
1: watching that, just picturing like some guy, fucking stuffing Cheetos in his mouth, watching this video. I'm like, cool, this, is a, this is a good game.
0: Wait, that was one of the comments on. Yeah. That? Oh, I didn't see that. Um, I don't know. I'm all about it. Are you gonna get it?
1: Like I said, I'll I'll wait to see what other people say about it as like a as a whole.
0: Should we do some streams?
1: I mean, you feel free to.
0: Should ring fit girl get put in Smash?
1: Yeah, we fit Echo Fighter.
0: Echo Fighter or own moves?
1: Man, Echo Fighter, she doesn't listen. You can't just show up with your game and be like, I want my own set.
0: You never know. Mike, before we transition into our final topic, this thing's still going. It's almost over, Mike. It's almost over. I know, I know. Cookies will be there, Mike, I promise. This episode of the Past Control Podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area, on a Friday, Saturday or Sunday night, you can head on down to Higginson Square or one Washington Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. On Friday and Saturday, they're open from seven to 11. And on Sunday, they're open from four to 10. Um, I need to, it's not loading my phone properly. Uh, Five to 10, sorry.
1: I sounded, I'm like four is kind Yeah, of I know. Right. Well,
0: I, it's not. It didn't yeah, so, yeah, populate across heard, across devices. Heard. I'm so you're confused. Heard. Um, so yeah, I'm just completely derailed now. If you're interested in what Goodnight Fatty is, you can check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty as well as at Good Morning Fatty. Because on Saturdays and Sundays from nine to two, mm-hmm. you can head on down to the One Washington Square location, which is located directly across from the Salem Commons and the Salem Witch Museum. Right. And get yourself a delicious chubby, mm-hmm. or cinnamon roll.
1: Yeah,
0: no. Mike, how are you feeling about them cinnamon rolls?
1: Why you keep asking me?
0: Because you're you are the cinnamon roll guru.
1: I haven't had in like two weeks. I don't remember anymore.
0: Ah, oh, you're ridiculous. But it's a cinnamon roll. You love cinnamon rolls. Okay then. Mike loves cinnamon rolls. So head on down to Goodnight Fatty or Good Morning Fatty. Let them know past the controller sent you. Get yourself some delicious fatties or chubbies. And yeah, have a good time. It's Salem, so we're getting into the fall season. If you are trying to go over there, I would go earlier rather than later because they don't always, but they can run out of run out of cookies. They can definitely run out of cookies, mm-hmm. especially especially going into the fall. And uh, they're great people, so let them know that pass the controller sent you. And you know what? If you go to the one Washington Square location, Mike, very soon, in the next few weeks, you might just be seeing a little bit of pass the controller permanence at that location, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know things. We'll see. You'll see soon. Fall among Goodnight Fatty at Goodnight Fatty on social media and at Good Morning Fatty. Gotta get your daily weekly dose of cookies, Mike. It's my favorite. Like when it's like last night, I was like, you know what? I could go for like a dessert, like a treat right now. But it wasn't fucking Friday. I couldn't get cookies. Mm-hmm. So tonight, after this show, we can go down and fucking indulge and i'm so excited to go have a cookie. Mm. to the point where because you said 7 30 part of me i was almost texting you and i was like mike do we get to start the episode of cookies tonight well, i almost i thought about it mm, mm, mm-hmm. i drove by it's already packed line okay. out the door at 7 15
1: which location
0: one washington square okay. the, the the main shop yeah. i don't know if you're trying to get ice cream we'll get to obviously go to the mm-hmm. go to there anyways Head on down, show them some support, local business, local love. We love those people, and you should too. Mike, our final topic of the night is we got Banjo and Smash. Yeah. We got Terry Bogard Mm -hmm. announced as the next fighter coming in November, and we have one more fighter left Mm -hmm. in the five pack fighter pass. Yeah. In the last direct. Sakurai made a point to say a few things. One of them being he's still going to work on more DLC after this fighter pack. The other being him, I think, I think it's a twofold thing. Him basically saying, I don't think we can ever do this again. Because, A, if they ever make another Smash game, he's like trying to temper your expectation now. Not that anyone's going to listen to him, but don't expect all these types of characters again because it's not going to happen. And, B, being this motherfucker just wants to load up this roster with as many characters as possible because he wants to have the game that has, that is literally the most ambitious crossover of all time Mm -hmm. and never lose that fucking.
1: Never that title.
0: Because ne- this will never happen again. Unless they work out a deal for a future Smash game where all of these characters return. And again, honestly, with Smash, it's a little interesting because I can... It's the best... This game is the best-selling fighting game of all time. It's the most successful fighting game of all time. It has all these other properties in it. I'm not saying that Joker being in Smash made Persona 5 a big deal... But I feel like it definitely bumped up more interest in the game. And Smash has historically done that with other franchises like Earthbound, like Fire Emblem. Mm. You, you, uh, in the Nintendo Direct, they showed that they're porting uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions mm-hmm. FE to the Switch, yeah. which is a Wii U title. It's coming in January. game's not out yet. Not anywhere near being out. There's still plenty of other games coming out this year that are a big deal. It's number 27, I think, right now on the eShop on the Switch. This game doesn't come out for another f- fucking four months, three months, whatever. People are excited. I think part of that is it's Persona. It's Fire Emblem. And people love Persona and Fire Emblem now, partially because Persona 5 is a good game. Fire Emblem 3 House is a good game. you got all these characters in Smash. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I think these other companies that are involved, these other third parties that have guest characters, know that Smash means more awareness for their properties. So I would be crazy to me to think that if a new Smash game came out in the future on the next Nintendo console, that you wouldn't want your character to be in Smash again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, I feel like if you if you are Capcom, you're not really making a fighting game that has Mega Man be a prominent character, it doesn't... Putting him in Smash doesn't affect a game you're making. You should put him in Smash because you want more people to know Mega Man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with, with Pac-Man and Bandai. It's the same thing with uh, Cloud, I guess. I mean, it's even bigger for Cloud because they are remaking his game. You know what I mean? So it's like you're going to have all these people on a Nintendo platform that have to then... Maybe they love Cloud. And they want to go fucking by Final Fantasy VII Remake. Like, all these things compound, and that's definitely part of the thing. Anyways, I'm getting super sidetracked about it. So, we're talking about a game that we have no idea if it's even going to ever come out. We're talking about Smash Ultimate. We're talking about this. We do have one more fighter coming. We don't know who it is. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: We can guess. We can whatever. Let's just say that that character already exists, and we don't know who it is, and let's just take it off the table. Do we think we're going to get another fighter pass after this? Because he said he's making more DLC. They're going to continue to make it. He's dedicating, he's literally just dedicating his the rest of his life to Smash. So do we think that we're going to get like a season two, like a, another five pack, or we're just going to get like onesies and twosies here and there, or like whenever he feels like it, or like what do we think we're going with?
1: no well i feel like most fighting games do a pass right like a season thing
0: that's the trend now is that it's it's like yeah it's like here's the next season of you know whatever however many characters
1: yeah i mean it's a lot i'd like for him to do like another like here's another five i think he's going to um but i'd never hold him to that if he was just like yeah i made like two more and i'm like all right cool
0: See, but I feel like the way that he worded it was like, as long as the game continues to sell very well, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it only makes more sense for him to just keep putting more characters in it. Especially because I'm sure Nintendo is like, put more characters in it. We're making a lot of money off this game.
1: He is a madman.
0: I mean, you think about, I don't know, I haven't looked at recent where it stands. I want to say that the last time I looked, Smash Ultimate... For the game itself was around like 17 or 18 million units sold which is a lot for a fighting game especially y- you have to imagine I don't know what percentage of that do you think bought the fighter pass at least half or not that much it has to be at least half
1: um I wouldn't I came and wager to put like a number on it because I don't I don't know what the ma- i know the fighting game community i don't know what the rest of what i imagine the bulk of the people who buy it are i, I don't know if they're the type of person to be like i want all the characters or just like, buying piece just buying piece or just be like not even be aware of it
0: yeah i th- i'd have to wager that it, it is at least a third of that number it has to be at least a third but regardless it is clearly enough of a percentage of that base for them to like obviously Sakurai has to be on board to be making these more characters but I'm sure Nintendo would also have to be like yeah we're not going to like continue to support it in this way because it's not making enough money justifying how much money and time we spend on making new characters balancing etc um so let's just say they're going to go the five character route and let's just say that the final character we're missing from this pack let's just just whatever just say it already released so that we cannot worry get hung up on whoever the next fighter is Mm
1: -hmm.
0: who are the next five fighters do we think we're getting a themed pack do we think we're gonna get kind of what we're getting now or it's just like a just catering to different types of people
1: uh maybe they'll they'll go back home for this one and start looking at first party characters again
0: who was missing
1: waddle Dee, bandit
0: Bandana D? Bandana D, yeah. uh, I don't know. Well, I looked at a more recent poll of, like, did you see this poll from, like, Japan, U.S., and, and Europe top ten? Yeah. Well, Bandana D, who, from what I understood, was always a, like, Japan-requested character, was not in their top ten, but it was in the USA's top ten.
1: I think we just won it because we thought they wanted it.
0: I, who wants that character? Do you no. want Bandana D? No one wants Bandana D. No. Kirby has enough fighters. We get it, Sakurai. You made Kirby. Stop it. He doesn't want Bandit. He would have put him in the game if he wanted him there.
1: Right, well, i going to get somebody from Kid Icarus.
0: As long as it's not an echo of Pit, then I'm fine. I'm it's fine with me. it. It's me.
1: Yellow Pit. <laughs>
0: the fight is on.
1: Yeah, um,
0: see, I didn't even think about going the Nintendo route because I I feel like, I feel like what... So, according to Sakurai, Nintendo decides the DLC. Mm-hmm. He just tells them if the people they say he want he just they tell him who they want to put in the game as DLC, mm-hmm. and he says whether or not he can make them a fighter that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So Nintendo's deciding everything and clearly, based on what Reggie said in the past at last year's video game awards and just based on who they've added to this fucking pack, it's all third party player it's all third party fighters with seemingly specific types of interests or relationships involved so my guess is that they do another fighter pass with five fighters or in a number of fighters and if they want to add more Nintendo fighters they're just going to add them on the side like Piranha Planet was just an addition
1: mm-hmm.
0: it wasn't part of the fighter pack wasn't part of the starting roster he was just there so I wonder if Nintendo gives Sakurai a list of Nintendo characters that he's like hey we are okay with these people being in the game if you want to make them in the game and i can see them just adding them a la carte or in the case of like we get pokemon sword and shield coming up maybe not at launch but i can see them at some point putting in a pokemon fighter from pokemon sort from the Galar region Mm -hmm. and just releasing him by himself and seeing that just be a thing
1: that means they're just gonna grab some of them from three houses into like we need some more final uh whatever that game's called again
0: Fire Emblem? Yeah, there it is. I don't think they're gonna add another Fire Emblem character. Well, I mean, again, they could, but I don't think it would be part of the Fighter Pass. I think I think that the Fighter Pass is gonna continue to be like we're bringing in guest fighters because I think the point of the Fighter Pass is they want to try to get other audiences that maybe don't care about Smash or maybe don't play Smash or maybe just maybe they have Smash and they don't have the Fighter Pass. It's like, oh shit, I love Dragon Quest. Oh shit, I love Persona. Oh shit! Banjo's back. I mean, at, the Terry Bogard thing seems like a, a mixed bag for whoever you talk to. But like, as a fan of fighting games and as a fan of like video game history, Terry being in Smash is a fucking huge deal. That's like crazy to me. Mm-hmm. And he's a mo- way more like when you look at like the pantheon of fighting games. SNK has a lot of legendary fighting games and has a big presence in the fighting game community. But to people outside of that. You know, Street Fighter might be the thing they they grapple on to or Tekken or Mortal Kombat. I would probably argue that those three franchises have a bigger mainstream presence than Fatal Fury or King of Fighters do. Maybe unless you're in uh, different parts of the world. Maybe different parts of the world, certain games resonate differently. But I think, no question, Street Fighter is probably the most famous fighting game, I would argue, as a franchise. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you think that they would add more fighting game reps because we have Ryu and Ken. Mm -hmm. Now we're getting Terry. So now this addition of Terry to me is like, well, I feel like if they're going to add in Street Fighter and add in Fatal Fury slash King of Fighters, are we going to get Mortal Kombat? Are we going to get Tekken? Are we going to get Dead or Alive? Are we going to get someone from Guilty Gear? Mm -hmm. Probably not Guilty Gear, probably not Dead or Alive, but maybe Tekken? Maybe Mortal Kombat? Yeah, maybe. If they did Tekken... To you, who is, like, the face of Tekken? Like, who would be the person they add? Would it be Heihachi? It
1: would be Heihachi or, um, Jin.
0: Jin? Does he make it in subsequent... Like, is he in, is he in the current Tekken?
1: Uh, I want to say so. I think he's been in there since 3?
0: I think he was the cover of 3. He might have been the cover of Because I think it was him and Devil Jin on the cover?
1: Uh, I don't know if they had the Devil stuff. Because, like, the first one, it was, um... Kazuya was the main guy,
0: right? Mike, I don't fucking know.
1: I think so. I think the first one, he was the main. Yeah, I think the first one, Kazuya was the main guy, and Hayachi was his dad, and, like, he beat his dad and, like, threw him into a fucking volcano. And Jesus. then, in the second one, Hayachi comes back, and I think then he throws Kazuya into a volcano? I don't know. They. They. they... So,
0: I mean, I. Maybe they want to add Tekken them because they can't add ba- Banjo and Kazooie and then Hayachi and Kazuya. That's just too confusing.
1: Yeah. Anyway, I listen, I'm sorry. I, I don't I, Listen, I I don't care. I'm sure there is one deeply disturbed individual who finds you hilarious. Anyway, <laughs> I yeah, I would think either Hayachi or Jin.
0: Is Hayachi a bad guy? Yes. I don't know the story. Okay, all right. I th- I thought he was. He's but like, he is like the face of the franchise I would argue. Yeah um or
1: or or uh fucking roger he was a kangaroo
0: i would see them adding fucking dom's boy before they add kangaroo boy oh kuma kuma yeah
1: he was a bear or they could add panda panda was a panda
0: kuma is Heihachi's pet yes so kuma's it so first of all time the fuck out dom's gonna be pumped because if they do add Heihachi, kuma's definitely gonna show up in some form whether it's in his victory screen or his final smash or both or
1: like if he has a stage kuma might be just in the background
0: no they'll come on they'll fucking bust him out they'll or someone will make an appearance in his final two birds
1: with one stone uh yoshimitsu because he was in soul Calibur.
0: yeah i I always wondered how yoshimitsu functioned Why, why can multiple games have him is he just like a lore thing? Is he just like a? Is he like a real? Is Yoshimitsu like a real thing? Mm-hmm. I was always confused by that.
1: Oh, I don't know what his deal is.
0: Well, I mean, well, Sol, well, Soul, is... Cali- Soul Calibur and are both Bandai Namco.
1: Yeah, and his costumes always change into something funky. I don't know what. I, I don't know I don't know
0: either. Uh, I don't think they'd add uh, Yoshimitsu. I think they would. I think it would be Hayachi. I think he's a front runner. I think he could be there if they do that though. Then I would be shocked if they didn't also, at the bare minimum, pull in someone from Mortal Kombat. And then maybe end the fighting game stuff there. Because then you just can't. You can't put someone from every fighting game in there. I mean, you could make that money. But I could see them doing Tekken and Mortal Kombat as part of this. And if it was Mortal Kombat, I would imagine Sub-Zero. I
1: was going to say Scorpion.
0: It would have to be one of them. Yeah. Like I couldn't see them doing like Johnny Cage. No. Or maybe you know, Raiden. Oh yeah, maybe Raiden. But I feel like the ninjas are so much more Yeah. Like like if more iconic. If some yeah, more iconic is the right way. If someone said Mortal Kombat to me and said, Name, name like name the first character that comes to your head, it would be Sub Zero mm-hmm. or Scorpion. Yeah. Would be where my head went right away. Um I don't know if I'd like them in Smash though. Like, I wouldn't care, I I wouldn't personally care to play as Heihachi or Sub-Zero or Scorpion. But I wouldn't be mad if they got added. I think it'd be cool.
1: I would want someone from Mortal Kombat to be added just to see how they change a fatality to work as a Final Smash.
0: That's right. It would have to be something just like... It would just have to be like finish him and then he just like uppercuts him off the stage maybe so there's a i don't know how familiar with mortal kombat like older mortal kombats i don't know where these fit into your gaming history if they did
1: i remember them being the game where i would get the finish him screen and then i wouldn't know what to do and i would just kind of punch the guy and the game was over
0: so i if they did add someone from mortal kombat what i can see them doing is that like If you do a final smash, I I don't see them bringing in this whole blood and gore thing. But if you do a final smash with one of the with the Mortal Kombat rep, I could see them it just being like a finish him and just like an uppercut off the stage or something. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it would probably so in Mortal Kombat when you go to finish him, it like gives you a brief moment to enter the like button combo. I could see him doing something where if you entered the button combo for like Sub Zero's Mm -hmm. finisher. Like, it did a different Final Smash. I could see that. Again, I don't think they're bringing the Gordon element, but I think they would do something like that Mm because he likes to go the extra mile of, like, super detailed. I think that would be really cool to see. Just like how all the Street Fighter, the two Street Fighter characters, if you do their Street Fighter inputs for their moves that are in Smash, they're stronger. Um, I could see them doing something like that. The other thing I
1: would imagine them doing is that even if they added someone like Scorpion or Sub-Zero... The the other one would be the palette the, swap. Yeah, they, they would probably do palette swap was, for all of the ninjas. Smoke. Smoke. Yeah.
0: Uh, there was a green one too. I forget his name now. Um, but it would just be all different, all the different ninjas. I'm sure. Um, so the reason I brought up your history with Mortal Kombat is I don't know if they still do it in the current games, and I don't know if they don't do it in the current ones. I don't know when it stopped. But in the older games, there's like a whole story behind it. But if you, like, uppercutted someone in a specific way or, like, off the stage or something, a little, like, black and white person would pop up in the corner. Do you know about this? Mm-mm. So, you would pop up in the corner and just go, Toasty!
1: I feel like I've heard that before. And
0: it's, like, a thing in Mortal Kombat. So, like, I wonder if, like, Final Smash is, like, you uppercut off the stage and Sakurai pops up in the corner and just goes, Toasty! Or something.
1: I can't imagine Sakurai putting himself in the game like that.
0: But it would be such a... It would be like such unless they just did the toasty thing and took mm-hmm. that. But I could see I could see Sakurai doing that because the toasty thing I'm trying to remember. I, like I I knew it at some point. I think it was something that they did to test like the volume or like test the sound settings or something. And it was something that worked in the game just in there and they left it in and it's like a, it's just okay. like an Easter egg bullshit thing. I don't know. There, there's a story behind it and I don't remember it fully. Um, other other characters that you think they could add in that five. Five drop, like what other like video game characters you think they would want to represent?
1: Okay, so Gex, uh, Glover. I don't know. Um, I don't know about those. Uh, who else we got? Bubsy. Bubsy, Bubsy, Bubsy should. Arrow be. the
0: Acrobat. So you're just going with mascots here. Yeah. You want a mascot pack? You want mm-hmm. a five pack mascot mascot pack? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so you definitely need like a Buck Bumble. Mm-hmm. Uh, you probably need. Uh, I don't know. I'm dumb. The fucking
1: dinosaur from uh, Bubble Bobble.
0: Ooh, I'm down with that. Which, so, going into the lore of those, apparently they were humans and got turned into dinosaurs. I don't know, Mike.
1: I don't know, we thought there was a fucking goose in the Adventure.
0: Yeah, it was a goose dragon. So, Rayman?
1: Yeah, I guess. Is he going to get
0: his time to shine?
1: Maybe Rayman, maybe Bomberman, one of the mans.
0: Well, do you think Bomberman's going to get... He's he's already in the game, unfortunately, as an assist trophy. Oh, that's too bad. As his Shovel Knight. Yeah. Which right, takes him off the list, I would assume. Yeah. Unless he altered the game and took them out or left them there and did that.
1: I've altered the deal. Pray I don't alter it any further.
0: Unless – he, I mean, with like – I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he could – if he really wanted to add one of those characters, he could – take out Bomberman as an assist trophy, take out Shuffling as an assist trophy, take out Wohaloichi as an assist trophy, and just replace them with someone else from those worlds. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And just keep the keep the assist trophy the same and just swap out the the graphic of it, like the whoever it is. Still be a lot of work, but it's still doable. It would there's, be confusing.
1: There's a, there's a lot of questions. Like, so... I'm just thinking out loud here. I'm just trying to figure out what he decides or what is allowed to be put into the fighter. Because clearly he's throwing these things in here. He's throwing like those characters, like you said, as assist trophies. Yeah. And then, you know, Toby Fox beats him in Smash. And he's like, all right, I'll put your guy in there as like a fucking costume.
0: So, first of all, Toby Fox. Wow. Mm. Like, can you imagine... First of all, the fact that Sakurai just has, like, he has his own, like, smash dojos. Like, you come over his yeah. house and you have to beat him in Smash. Like, that's crazy to me. And yeah. now, and it's like, I, I'd want nothing more in this life than to go to Sakurai's house and lose to him in Smash.
1: He's like... Yeah.
0: The motherfucker can play Smash with two yeah. fucking... Hands, like, two controllers. He can play against himself. He can like He can spy with himself, Mike.
1: You two, uh, You two are a team and I'll be a team. And I'll just play with both characters like this.
0: The fact that he can control two fighters with one hand on each controller is blowing my mind.
1: It's the fucking dopest thing. Like,
0: that is, like, when you think, like, Sakurai, you know, he's the Smash guy. Like, he's, like, he is all of this. Like, Smash, amazing. And then it's like, you know, when I when I showed you the footage of hero, blah, blah, blah. Well, when I'm going to show you Banjo, I'm going to show you like this. And I can play like this. And then in the next reveal, he's going to be like, oh, also, a third fighter, he pulls out his foot and he's just playing with his foot. That's what's going to happen, Mike.
1: It's it's very, like, anime-ish where, like, it gets super heightened and, like, you know, you're watching some anime about, like, a person who's fucking playing video games and, like, they have to go up against another guy and, like, look at this guy. He's fucking playing with...
0: Yeah, no it 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 is like nonsensical how much it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Not to mention, this motherfucker gave himself arthritis from working on Smash, like, or maybe it didn't come from that, but he has like severe arthritis, and it gets really bad from his like extent, like working on all these games. This motherfucker's like, I got arthritis. I'm gonna play fucking like this because I can, because I think he also has a modified controller for him to. Because uh, he, I mean, he tests everything out extensively. Mm. So I think he has a modified controller because his hands hurt really bad from playing for a long time. Um, I mean, Lara Croft,
1: I guess legendary,
0: you know, iconic. I feel, I feel like the point that they're at with these fighter passes, with the fighter pass, and then the next wave of it, I could see them just going to make like, we're gonna get as many iconic video game characters in here as possible. Mm-hmm. Lara Croft would fit that bill. Frogger.
1: I guess I don't
0: know I, I, I was trying to think of like another I'd like
1: that only to see the uh, the moveset no like the the character reveal <laughs> it would be pretty just great be like, everyone else is see... hit by a car yeah you see them all trying to cross the street and like bah, bah, bah. and then you pan down you see like a frog hopping across the street Frogger hops into battle and it's just a frog he doesn't even get a moveset he's yeah. just a frog he hops around
0: did the best recovery in the game yeah. uh, actually it's not as good as, as a snooze whatever the fuck Nuts news. uh kazoo
1: uh, cause, cause fucking
0: <laughs> cause slash no slash fucking... What, what is his uh his jumpy one bounce no
1: no it's fucking zoom I mean, oh it, zoom it, it, yeah. just it zoom. is zoom we were making it way more complicated than you know, uh,
0: right? well cause the rest of them are like slash slash, caca slash, or like
1: yeah like a fucking pokemon <laughs> evolution
0: it really is oh I love it so much um well I was trying to think of like other like are there any other iconic like r- like Hubert that that's that's what I was trying to think of was like another iconic like mm-hmm. old school character might not really have games now maybe some random stuff but Hubert would be another one I don't know what his moves would be but it'd be another one uh Dig Dug yep the yep. guy yep. from Dig Dug yep. I don't think his name is Doug or Dig or Dig Dug but that guy um I don't know everything else I don't know how like, I don't know how you'd make movesets out of the guy from Pitfall like uh, he swings over gaps what do you want
1: that's his only move. Swing over <laughs> he gaps. just swings
0: over gaps, um, but like who else? We just suit Larry. I don't think that. I don't think that fits the iconic bill. You sure? I don't know. I don't know. But what about someone like, like I? I wonder if there is a way. And I feel like this is the wacky shit that Sakurai would be down to make a move set for. And it's Tetris block. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people are always like, yeah, yeah, put the line block in there, put the Z block. But what if it's just all of the blocks and like your moves will like change depending on which move you throw out it's like oh your side smash is a fucking z block comes out and just knocks you you know what i mean like like maybe a super silly character but it sounds
1: like you would only have like four moves
0: i know like it sounds like a super silly character but at the same time like sakurai would put that smash spin on it that would make it really fucking dope like you'd be like yo i'm taking fucking tetris block to fucking evo and i'm gonna fuck people up. like joker doesn't see a chance against my tetris block like I'm, mk leo is gonna be the best tetris block player I'm in the world
1: i this entire time like you're fucking square block and you're going around and you press a button nothing happens for a while but everyone can see in the top corner like the next the next <laughs> shape that's coming beep. down it's like, oh,
0: yeah i don't know i feel like he i feel like if anyone could make it work it would be him i don't know if that would be a thing but again and be iconic yeah, Tetramino, Tetramino. fucking uh, falls into battle. I don't know. I mean, also the, a
1: great reveal trailer.
0: Ding, 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 I mean, the music's already in the game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All we need is a stage, and all we need is a character. Um, of course, of course, uh, skin alt would be uh, Weltress and Hatress, mm-hmm. and uh, you know.
1: Yeah, all the classic spinoff games. All
0: the trisses. Um, Crash Bandicoot. Is he too far gone?
1: He could, he could do it. Him and Spyro have a
0: shot. I don't think Spyro has a shot. I could see Crash. I don't think Spyro has a shot. What about... This is a little more wacky. But again, I feel like it fits the... It could fit the bill. He could make a, like a interesting moveset out of him. And it would appeal to a specific base of gamers that this would maybe not be Smash gamers. The Sims. The Sins.
1: Just The Sims.
0: I don't know, Mike. I don't know. You tell me. They got that funny... You ever played The Sims? Uh, No. Have you ever heard how The Sims talk? Yeah. I yeah. So, like...
1: I, they speak, like, Semenese. I forget. They they give the language...
0: Yeah. Them. They're iconic. Unf- like, not unfortunately. I don't want to say that. But, like, they're an iconic thing. I, he can make it work. Sakurai could do anything.
1: He, yeah,
0: listen. Sakurai is the Jeff Aldeus of... Video games. You can do anything.
1: I know. And all this is making me want to do is go home and play PlayStation All-Star Battle Royale.
0: Mm, Does anybody actually want that?
1: I just... Because I want to play as characters that I know have absolutely no chance of being in Smash.
0: Okay. Fair enough.
1: Like, I forgot. I think Nathan Drake is in that game. Good for him, I guess.
0: Yeah, well, he's a PlayStation dude, basically. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I... I don't... There's so many options. I'm so excited. I hope it's another fighter pass. I hope they just keep making them. I, I hope the game continues to do well. And I hope they're like, fuck, it's still selling. Let's just make another fighter pass.
1: Do you think they're gunning for, like, Guinness Book? Like, just most playable fighters in a fighting game? I mean,
0: I don't think Guinness is the record in particular they're looking for. But I do think they're at the point where there is no other fighting game like there's no other commercially released fighting game mm-hmm. that has a roster this size and unless someone wants to just make a garbo game and just be like we're gonna make a bunch of randomly like you know we are gonna make a bunch of new characters and like it has 100 fighters in it like no one's gonna fucking do this and even if someone ever makes a roster of like new ips that has a lot of characters on purpose because they want to try to do that no one is ever going to make a game I don't think really in any genre probably that pulls all of these other gaming worlds together mm-hmm. I just don't think I don't know what the deals behind the scenes are that like you know I don't know what the, if it's like you know Square gets a portion of the DLC you know what I mean like, I don't know if it, 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 how it works out to how these characters come in but I can't imagine many games being pro- would be profitable enough if there was a profit share part of that deal, where it would even make sense to yeah we're gonna give a portion of the profits to twenty other companies that gave us their characters. I just don't see it being a thing. Um, I'm I'm excited. I'm really excited to see who the Final Fighter is, and it'll probably get announced at the Video Game Awards in December.
1: Yeah.
0: Reggie tweeted out to Jeff Keighley yesterday or today or something was like am i am i still invited to the video <laughs> or something like that and he said no i don't think he responded or i don't know that's i think that's just, just as bad that's just as bad mike that about wraps things up here for episode cool. 160 of the past control podcast as always you can find all of our content at passthecontroller.io. On Twitter and on Instagram at passcontroller and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash passcontroller. If you're a friend of the show, if you're a fan of the show, you want to help support the show, the easiest way to do that, the freest way to do that, is to follow us on social media, subscribe to the podcast, and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. You have no idea how helpful that five-star review is, even if you don't listen to us on iTunes. If you can go on to Apple Podcasts, go on to iTunes real quick, leave us a five-star review, say something nice, it really helps us in being discovered by new people and that is very helpful in us growing this and it doesn't cost you anything if you do have a few bucks kicking around you can support us by going to patreoncom controller and becoming a patron or going to pasticontroller.frellos.com and getting any number of shirts sweatshirts etc that we have up there we do have a few new new designs that came out this past week one of them is behind my head right now if you're watching on twitch it's the local nerd design and uh we have another one called Playmore indies as well as a slew of others designed by myself and joe um but yeah if you want to keep the conversation going with us in our community you can join our Discord, which the easiest way to do that is to go to our pinned tweet on Twitter. Click on that link, join the Discord, come hang out with us, come game with us, play some Borderlands 3, play some Gears 5, play some Overwatch, and who knows what else. You can find me at bgroom, and you can find this guy, underscore mycopath, and you can find us at Goodnight Fatty in about 10 minutes, getting some cookies. So, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Past controller podcast, and until next time.